Hello and welcome to the Simplicity of Happiness, when more is too much. This podcast offers tips and techniques for a better life. And before we start with another episode of the Simplicity of Happiness podcast, I would like to remind you that you can find out all about me and my thoughts on simplicityofhappiness.com as well as Patreon, where I am providing extra content for all of you who support me and the education of children in Africa. And now relax and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Simplicity of Happiness podcast. And as I talked in some of the last episodes about fear and worry and anxiety, I promised you that I'm going to read a newsletter that one of the, well best, <laughs> in my opinion, um, best coaches out there, at least one that I am listening to a lot, Rich Litvin wrote in one of his last newsletters, and it's called Looking for Batman. And I could relate to this a lot. It's not identical with my personal experience, but I could relate to this. And Well, I'm, I'm interested what you think of this. So here we go, Rich Litvin. I was a fearful child. I've been a fearful man. I've rarely felt worthy. And I've spent much of my life covering it up by doing all I can to look confident on the outside whilst feeling deeply insecure on the inside. I'm driven by the question, who are you? Who are you to be a leader, to be successful, to be powerful, to be respected, to make a lot of money, to live a great life, to have an amazing relationship? I've spent my life playing Robin, looking for Batman. I've thought out powerful leaders. I've assumed others were far more powerful than me. I relentlessly compare myself to others and feel less than. I've tried to emulate great leaders and lost myself in the process. And then I recently looked for ways to pull these leaders off the very pedestal I put them on. I crave success, but each time I achieved my next level of success, I barely allow a moment of celebration before I begin judging myself for not doing things better, bigger or bolder. All I ever wanted has been for my dad to be proud of me. I once got off a call to my dad and it was two hours later that I realized he told me how, he told me how proud he was of me. And then it struck me. How many times over the years had I found a way to filter out what I craved the most? 
I'm a people pleaser. I'm driven by a belief that if only I look good enough, then you'll like me. I'm afraid of speaking truth to power. I'm often afraid of speaking my truth to my partner for fear that she'll leave me. I've done whatever it took to fit in, losing me in the process. I was scared to father a boy because what did I know about being a man? I'm extremely good at putting other people's need ahead of my own. I'm afraid to ask for what I really, really, really want. I care so much about what everyone else might think. There's often no space left for what I think. I hate to look silly or messy or like I don't know. I find it hard to make friends. I can feel lonely in the middle of a crowd. I hide. I say I don't need help when actually I'm craving support. I say I don't need help because I don't know how to ask. I pretend I don't need help because I imagine I'll be weak for needing it. And you'll judge me for accepting it. I've been afraid to put my stake in the ground. I've been afraid to take a stand. I've been afraid to be me. Well, he's going to, he's going on with couple of things that he has been afraid of during his childhood and then he goes on I'm still afraid I'm afraid of not being liked of running out of money of dying before I see my kids grow up of telling Monique that's his wife what I really really want of aiming too high, of failing, of looking bad, of getting no's. Is fear your driver or your compass? A leader I admired thanked me for sharing her work. I told her that I was secretly afraid to share her material because I believed that if people see how great she is, they won't want to learn from me. I was afraid that I'd lose clients and lose my business. And that is why I did it. Well, and now, back to me, Flo. <laughs> I thought about reading this out to you. And then I backed off because I thought, what might Rich say about this? Because it's his ideas. And what if there are potential clients of me? What if you were thinking about going on a coaching with me and now I tell you about somebody who's much better than me? 
and I fear that you might all go for Rich Litwin <laughs> when you hear me read this out. And that is why I did it. Now back to Rich. Six years ago, I was invited to travel to Liberia to lead a group of coaches and to train a group of teachers. I knew immediately that I wanted to go because I had, I have had a long-held passion for education, especially in Africa. But I was afraid. Afraid of Ebola, afraid I may not see my little babies again, afraid of the un unknown. And that is why I went. Seven years ago, Vision Lakiani asked me to partner with Mind Valley, one of the world's best personal growth companies. I was afraid. I had written a book for coaches about how to build a practice by invitation and referral only. No marketing needed. What would it mean about me if I partnered with Mind Valley and we marketed this message? What would people think of me? What if they judged me? What if they didn't like me? And that is why I said yes. Several years back, my mentor and coach told me he couldn't participate in an event we were planning to run together. I was afraid. Could I do it alone? Who would come if, I was, if it was just me leading? What would I teach? What if no one showed up? And that is why I did it. On a regular basis, I put the members of 4PC, my group of world-class coaches, center stage. I share their stories and their books and I showcase their magic. It's scary for me to do this. I'm human. I'd, rather, I'd much rather get acknowledgement than give them. But this is why I do it. I sometimes need help to catch the fear. When I'm in, I'm usually overwhelmed. One morning in March of this year, Monique said that she'd almost never seen me acting so afraid. I was scared of COVID-19, of the lockdown, of the food shortages, of having to homeschool and run a business. And when Monique pointed out my fear, I dashed out, I am not afraid. It took an hour or so before the truth dawned on me. I was waiting for someone to save me. So instead I started to take action. I created an online group for coaches. I ran weekly support calls for all of my clients. I got super creative and launched several new programs. What I didn't let myself do is really feel my fear. My mo is to freeze or to take care of others. When I'm afraid, But what I really do is truly feel my fears by breathing into them. It's literally scary to acknowledge that I am scared. Fear is a mask for desire. When a client asks me to help them get rid of a fear, 
I'm far more interested to find out what they really, really want. Underneath fear is desire. It's what their fear is holding them back from. Fear is the voice of your ancestors whispering to you across the ages. Don't do it. Stay safe. Don't take a risk. You might get hurt. You might die. Don't do it. That voice is part of what makes us human. It's designed to keep us safe. And that's a problem. What seems safe is often the most dangerous because with safety comes stagnation and without risk there's no growth. Fear is a sign that you're dreaming big enough, that there's something scary out there. When th something scares you, you have two options. One, you can let fear drive you, stop you in your tracks. Or second, you can have fear become your compass. Make fear the clue that you're doing something worth doing. Find out what scares you and lean in. And now I'm going to jump all the way to the end of that email where he reminds us to hide nothing, hold nothing back, serve, don't please, speak your truth. It's not comfortable. It's not easy. It's not always fun, although it can be. Often I hate it, often it scares the hell out of me. And it's my path. I'm in. Are you? And there's nothing to add from my side. So I hope you enjoyed that reading of mine today. Um, think about it, let me know if you want. And I'll talk to you in a week. Until then, take care, my friend.